live from Flannel Beaver Studios in the comfort confines of Northern Ontario, Canada. This is the SWC Plus Roundtable. I am your moderator once again, Robert Cast, and we are here to talk Star Wars. Uh, I'm, I don't do this alone. I have a couple of really good friends of mine. We're going to head out west, but uh, not all the way west. We'll say around Alberta-ish. Uh, my good buddy, Tim, from the Nerd Room Podcast. How you doing, Tim? Oh, man, it is, it is so exciting to be here. It's been a minute since I've done a roundtable. And, you know, Star Wars is in a little bit of a renaissance right now. It's got a little bit of momentum behind it, and I can't wait to, to get back to the old days and just talk some... Some stars with you boys. Excited. Excellent. Yeah, no, that's what I love about the round table. It's 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 loosey goosey. It's 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 basically my excuse to talk Star Wars. <laughs> pardon the <laughs> pardon the old pun, but the uh it's and hey, there's lots to talk about now. So and of course, uh Tim, we're joined by uh the other Rob, one of the other Robs from the uh from the Commonwealth, uh Rob from the Generation X Wing podcast. How you doing, Rob? Hello there. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. Uh, me and Bernie are chilling out here, and uh, I, I forgot he was back there. I left Grandpa in the car there, and so now he expects to go to the store. So um, it's all good. This is that's just going to make great audio, by the way. Not no way of seeing what's happening here. Yeah, uh, exactly. But, uh, just exactly. so people know, there's a. I'm, my background's a Millennium Falcon, and Bernie Sanders sitting in his nice warm mittens, sitting in the back seat there. <laughs> but uh, the best jokes are the ones you have to explain, by the way. That's the yes, I, I found I, I do that lots. A little tip from me to you, Rob. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Oh, well, the, well, I'm sure we won't be uh, short of any uh, uh, jokes, I guess, because uh, this podcast we have. Uh, do you not listen to my show? I'm short of jokes all the time. That's why I got other people on the show. I so. don't I don't point out shortcomings. Because I have a laundry list of them my own myself, so yeah, we it's been a minute since we've uh, since we've been on on a roundtable. Uh, again, uh, life gets in the way, but this isn't my weekly show. I don't have a weekly show anymore. Roman and I, we didn't get divorced. We uh, <laughs> we still talk, but we don't have to talk for half an hour every week, which is refreshing for us. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because that's the other podcast or the Roman podcast, which is still online if you have any interest in listening to it. Uh, every time, you know, guys, I'm the guy that goes, I'm boots on the ground guy. I try to make it, I mean, a fan expo in Toronto. I've been to a bunch of celebrations. I've been to, I've been to uh, a San Diego Comic-Con once, uh, like one of those bucket list things. But everywhere, every time I go somewhere and you meet friends or online friends, it's like, where's Roman? Like what? Hey, <laughs> Roman's not Roman's not and pardon the 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 nerd room parlance, but the he's not the nerd of the two of us. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he he wouldn't he ne wouldn't necessarily show up to a con, but you know I mean and also we we're not married, you know, I mean, despite our show would maybe I guess people assume otherwise. But anyway, enough <laughs> about my bromance with my 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 buddy. I don't, I don't think you're over it yet, sir. <laughs> I can, it's been almost, it's been almost a little pining year. here. I thought his name was Roman Cast as well. No, no. It's, no. It's, my last name being <laughs> legitimately being Cast is a um, is 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 just serendipitous. You got that same look that Mando had when arriving to see Grogu, and is just looking at, in the distance there, and you, you can see him, and it's just like, yeah. but I came so far. Yeah, I'm right here. I'm right here. I guess it's the mic. It's it's this whole <laughs> podcasting thing. It's 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 very what? How should I say? Triggering. I'm not a big. <laughs> I'm not a big buzzwords buzzword guy, but you know, that's that's that. So, all right, um, lots of stuff. I'm gonna throw it. Uh, we'll go with Tim first. 
Um, we just had a Book of Boba Fett episode this week. Well, as we're recording, if you don't know, there was a very special episode of the Book of Boba Fett, as we used to say, Mr. Williams, in the in the 80s, if you remember. Um, it was a very <laughs> special episode. We don't have to talk about that just yet, but it's kind of, it's low-hanging fruit. Tim, it is. Um, for those who are listening in the in the far future, we just watched Luke train Baby Yoda slash Grogu on the Book of Boba Fett. Thoughts? Well, let me let me just say <laughs> <laughs> the last two episodes have been something special. Some of the best Star Wars I think we've seen in a very very long time. And that's not to say the stuff we have seen is not any good. It's just, this is just next level storytelling, next level use of characters, I will say, because this show, yes, being Boba Fett, my headcanon now is that it's actually called The Book of Tatooine because this seems more like an anthology type series where the nexus of the Star Wars universe is, of course, Tatooine. And everyone that we've seen so far has some inherent connection to that lovely sand planet. So that's that's where my headcanon's at. But anyways... Your question, Luke, seeing him, R2, Grogu, and this is full spoilers, guys. I'm sorry if you're already here, but Ahsoka, Mando, it is was unbelievable to see all this together. And it's the first time we're seeing Ahsoka and Luke together. It might not be their first time together, but it's the first time we're seeing that live action on screen. My reaction, I, I said out loud, holy, like, holy <laughs> F twice because i was like there's no way that they're when i saw her too i was like okay this is cool there's no way they're going any further than this and then they go the next step which is the luke reveal and then the next step ahsoka's there or however whatever order it went yeah. in but anyways mine completely blown because they continue well at least in what we from what we thought these disney plus series could potentially be we never thought in a million years we'd see luke in mando season two and I still, even with that knowledge, I still was shocked that one, that he was in this show, two, how much they used him. Like he was on screen for 50% of the show with that yeah. de aging and the mouth's still a little bit weird, but it is, it was un incredible, unbelievable that like the moments just sitting there and watching that as a Star Wars fan and as a, as a true believer in what they can do with this platform, man storytelling here is this is star wars this is their house this is where they're sitting this is where we're telling stories on disney plus and i'm here for every single second of it oh and you also you uh you you forgot to mention um cad bane walked into oh the yeah okay, at the on. very just throw him on top of yeah and Cobb vanth at like <laughs> we, we're just gonna throw everything we have at you yeah cad bane looked awesome by the way <laughs> yeah oh yeah exactly yeah like it was just and again that would be enough to how do I say? Um, that would be enough to be like, oh, that would be a bit, that would be a very special episode. <laughs> you know what I mean, the price um, of admission. Yeah. Exactly, right it would be that would be the season finale of any other TV program. In like in in if you had to basically like say if you're watching Star Trek Dis Discovery and then all of a sudden you see you know I mean uh, you you see when they brought Spock in it's like oh last episode you see oh it's a pointy ear oh it's him okay great you mean it's mm -hmm. and then oh that's the season cliffhanger it's like no no this is just middle of the season just an episode we're going to use every character that we have available to us <laughs> yeah um rob williams the, I, um, I i know you saw it cuz i saw one of your green screen um uh, pictures yeah. so <laughs> so that's right yeah 
your thoughts, A, me, I'll get into mine after, but your thoughts on on seeing what we saw this week. Um, okay, so yeah, we had we had just uh, uploaded our uh, podcast as of today. It was released today. And um, it's funny you say that, uh, Tim, because that's kind of what I was asking. It was, is this uh, Tales from Tatooine? Is mm-hmm. this uh, b- the book of Tatooine, as you were saying? It's It kind of is, isn't it? It's... Yeah. Um, it's really cool. I mean, now that being said, I mean, the background with Luke and, and they're not on Tatooine, but it all, it all comes down to that. But, um, I'm just loving this series. I, I got, I got verklempt seeing, um, all this stuff with Luke and, and the connection and, and the poetry with Yoda and Grogu, uh, Lucas will be proud. And, uh, it's, I'm just loving this series. I, and I, understand um it's a we i think even Corey said this or uh Corey said this on his show uh tumbling saber it's just weird because it's so jagged and messed up at times the flow is just so broken but it's just like oh by the way it's here's here's uh here's Cobb vanth and like okay forget about I, I, yay I mean, you bought me and then it's, it's just kind of all over the place and then it just brings in with some of the best stuff we've ever seen since since uh return of the jedi for me anyways, mm-hmm. I'm loving it. I'm absolutely everything. I love the scooters. I love, I love Yoda. I love Luke. And if they're willing to bring in uh Cobb Vance, yeah, they're willing to bring in Cad Bane, Luke Skywalker, Ahsoka, who's left, who is left to bring? Are we going to see like a freaking Han Solo? Are we going to see, I don't know, uh, Ben Solo? I, I don't even know how the time is. I mean, they're going to, there's still room to blow our socks off. So I'm very curious to see what's going to happen. And um, I'm en- I, I guess I'm enjoying this. I've been getting that a lot too with people like, Hey, um, like fair weather, Star Wars fans are like, Hey, you mean, um, is Darth Maul still alive? Is, no. is and it, no, I know that, but <laughs> I, that's, this is what I, the questions I've been getting. Cause it's like, I'm sure with you guys, it's like, Oh, I have a Star Wars question. Oh, I'll just text Rob because mm-hmm. he has to know. It's like, oh, I, I, sometimes I don't like it's it's like it's the universe is way bigger than three movies now <laughs> you know, like when it was and you and you as a Star Wars fan or it's just like that meme where you're just pointing at the board and like yeah. let, let me explain Star Wars to you and it's just everything's connected is well, every, everyone's insane. looking for that though everyone's looking and I think that's what this Mando series if we conclude Boba Fett inside of that as part of 2.5 or the interlude between season two and three, everyone's looking for a connected story right now. Like the MCU is delivered and continues to deliver. We've been trained for a certain way for 12 years, how to consume movies of that genre. And people are looking for that. And so jumping all over the timeline is confusing to people. Like when we get to Kenobi, people are going to be like, okay, where's Mando? And like, what's (laughs) Luke doing during, you know what I mean? Like people are going to be expecting some connectivity into that and it's not really the fault of of the mcu or lucasfilm that they're not delivering a linear story but people are going to be looking and confused by that and cassian that we're going to go back and take a moment in time in between episodes three and four or right before episode four you know what i mean i think uh sorry i know rob you're gonna give your input here but you know what would have been helpful throughout this whole thing some sort of timeline thing now i know not a lot of people uh, the un, you know the people who are not as nerdy as F don't understand the BBYs and stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you just had you know such and such BBY ten years after 
uh, the, the emperor's dead or something like that, some timeline that would have really helped. Now, I know that uh, the Book of Boba, they kind of messed up a bit of the flow. Uh, time was lost a little bit uh, with the Book of Boba. We didn't, you know, it's, uh, you find out episode four that he's been with them for years, been with the Tuscan for years. But I think it would have been nice to have some sort of timeline because I remember even when uh, Rogue One first came out, and people were asking us, "Is like, okay, so is this after Return of the Jedi? Before Return of the Jedi? When is this? Is this? Yeah, where's Ray? Where's Finn? Yeah. yeah, like, is that her mom? Like, people were very. And again, that's just a consequence of how people have been trained in, like I said, the last twelve years on how to consume yeah. movies. Is that everything in a franchise is a chapter, is a sequel to itself? The idea of a true sequel doesn't exist in the MCU." And maybe it doesn't actually exist inside of this Disney Plus star storytelling is that we're all expecting the book of Boba Fett to be a Fett centric story in the same way that Mando is a Mando centric story. And at least I was from the title. And I think that's why it's a little bit of a misnomer. But this has turned out to be something a little bit different. In Marvel, they keep going back to the, the the time when everybody came back, or they kept talking. Thanos was a was a zero point. Yeah, and they used 2012, the uh, the event in New York, right? yeah, back in New York as a as a zero hour too. Yeah, and they they keep going back to that. I don't see that in Star Wars. They don't talk about a zero hour, and the zero hour truly is the the destruction of the second Death Star. That 100%. is when yeah everything changed around and. Yeah. They don't, you know, besides Good putting a couple like stormtroopers had heads on pikes, they don't really ref- go into that. They tease it with uh, Republic credits. They tease it with just spikes and stuff, but they don't really, at least in this series, they did in Mando. I think they did it better in, in the first season of Mando, but they don't really do it here. And I think that could have been useful. So, mm-hmm. but, but that's like that. But a couple of things with Star Wars. Um, if you were a fan and you're you you do a little deep dive, it's the Battle of Yavin is the is the yeah. BCAD point in their yeah. universe. You mean, but like you said, Rob, technically, yeah, but no, it's at the, the, the destruction of the second at the end of Jedi, Return of the Jedi should be that point. That's kind yeah, of weird too, isn't it? But yeah, that's your so, snap. That's your snap point, right? Where you yes. move from the Battle of New York as your your zero point to now the snap and the blip really is your your zero point in the post Thanos world, yeah. right? Everything yeah. refers back to that. They don't refer back to New York. Hawkeye did a little bit, but they they've moved away from that as times progressed on. And so Stars almost needs to do very, something very similar. Yeah, World and, War One wasn't seen as World War One. It was the Great War, and that was the war to end all wars. They didn't think there was a World War Two, and all of a sudden, so Bally Evan, that's the big one. And it's like, holy crap, there's another moon. You know, it's just <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, and also, but also too, Star Wars is guilty of of training um everybody that that pays attention to pop culture to someone who's related to somebody (laughs) because and again i'm not (laughs) i'm not trying to date myself again with the whole drive-ins 1977 parents star wars Uh, take a drink take a drink yeah you saw it in the movie theater (laughs) no in the drive-in not the theater sorry drive you were there you were there but uh rob williams you could remember we, nobody, I'm older uh, than both of you. Yes, I, I remember a time when it, it, you wouldn't even dream that Darth Vader was Luke's father. It was it, would, it wasn't even a thought. But now, because of what they did in Empire in 1980, you know, I mean, like 42 years ago now, they've trained pop culture viewers to suspect mm-hmm. stuff like that. Is, is that is that is you know what I mean? Like when people ask, "Oh, is that is that Ray's mom or is that Leia's?" <laughs> <laughs> brother or sister incestual something like 
is, 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 does that make any sense? Yeah, yeah because people- they follow through with it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and people are always looking for a connection, right? Like there's something, there's more meaning here. People are looking for that the, the, the universe itself, at least inside of these franchises, isn't just kind of random events intersecting at some point, which is consistently Tatooine, right? There's there's a connection. People are looking for those threads. And more so ever than ever, people are looking for those threads, the little pieces, the Easter eggs. And these guys have done it. I'm, like Filoni and Favreau are, are just unbelievable at putting in those easter eggs the fact that this is a felony episode it only makes <laughs> sense that he's been given free reign on the entire catalog of characters inside of star wars he owns yeah. the tree of trust yeah <laughs> the tree of trust. yes um for me this but i again i mentioned anything about it but this episode for me was ar is in it so you i'm sold yeah. uh, for, those, <laughs> for those that not in the know I, i'm an astromech builder and I R2 actually lives upstairs from where I am. So um, I'm a huge R2 fan. So it's like right away, you've got me. It's like, yeah. oh, more legitimate on screen time with R2 is, it's that's, oh, this is actual canon. This is not, I didn't read it in a comic because he's in every comic. I mean, it's not like, so you got me. Ahsoka, cool. Luke, like this is Luke, after, this is what I wanted. Again, I saw some little hate online with like oh this is the real sequel that i want like okay easy easy no we have a sequel trilogy it's okay Mm -hmm. if you didn't like it that's cool not everything is for everybody but like it's not like no there's they're not trying to course correct they're just they have this they have this 30 years (laughs) to play with yeah and and we we, we're they're not afraid to bounce around on the timeline like we've been talking about so and now it's like okay we're just what struck me was odd is like okay Oh, we got Mando in the middle of Boba Fett. Okay, I, I get it. Sure, why not? This is cool. And then it's like you're watching an episode of Book Boba Fett, and he's not in the episode. It's like, oh, okay. But I do get it. You know I mean, he's I'm, not. I'm, he's not had a line in the last two episodes yeah. of his own show. Yeah, and I'm okay. That's I'm mean, I'm a thousand percent okay with it. Like it just it's one of those. Victor uh, Morrison's fine with it too. Mm-hmm. If I understand correctly. Cash that he chick. Was, he he wanted to say less. Yes. So. Oh. Okay, well, okay, now... Oh, I sparked this. I triggered something. Here's something. Um, Whenever he introduced himself, and I am Boba Fett, it is exactly like the holiday special animation. Is it? I am Boba Fett. Yes. Oh, my God, it is. Just when I said that, I heard it. Can you hear it? it? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so for those not in the know... Hello, friend. Yes, what it you don't have to watch the the holiday special from 1978. Just go ahead and watch. You should, though. You should. You should. You should. It's kind of a rite of passage. <laughs> Eat some mushrooms or whatever. I'm not, again, I'm not promoting a drug. You'll make it clearer. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You'll have a better time with it. But you can look at the animation and it's a, it's funky 70s stylized, very stylistic animation. It's very cool. No, again, I know. Yeah, but if you hear when you, you get introduced to Boba Fett for the first time in Star Wars canon and, and it's, yeah, he is riding a beast bigger than a Rancor yep. in, in that shot. And he says, and I am Boba Fett. And it is exactly, exactly <laughs> I, the way I he bet, does it. I bet you that was a Favreau thing. He said, you have to say oh, it yeah. like this. Because he even pulled Mando's gun is from that as well, right? Yeah, the, exactly. the two-pronged gun. Yeah. 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 Definitely. So right off the bat, that got me. Um, again, throughout this, not the, the last couple Mando episodes, but it's like, remember when... Uh, rumors of the Kenobi 
series that was coming out and like, well, he's got to go somewhere. Who's going to watch a series of a guy wandering around Tatooine? Yeah, and it's like, well, now we have it. And it's not even Kenobi. It's like, it, this is exactly what I was expected to see. If Kenobi, it's like, oh, Kenobi had That's some, hilarious. Kenobi had this thing with sand people. Kenobi, you hooked up with a Jawa, you mean, or like whatever you mean, like it just, it's you McGregor. We saw this guy travel across a desert in a, in a motorbike. We're going to watch this. We're going to watch a whole series with him dressed as a Jedi for sure. Yeah. So that's, that's my thing. It's like, well, oh, I was expecting this, but this isn't the series I was expecting to see. In. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't expecting to see, um, um, a, the book of Boba Fett period. We got that surprise at the end of season two, Amando. Yeah. Now, Rob, I, I have to ask, um, the absence of Reese is it disappointing? Uh, no, uh, yes and no. Uh, Reese did not make an appearance yet, but there no. was a grand appearance. There yes. was a grand appearance in episode five. Mando goes to the club, and there's a grand in a nice rainbow dress. So uh, I, I got her number, by the way. But um, it's uh, I was really happy to see a grand. So I I that was just that would that would have been uh. Sh- icing on the cake for me but uh i think the best perp the at the point they should have used him or any other alien hanging around at that time was when uh fennec shan sent that little ball in to check out yeah. what's going on that would have been a nice little uh zoom through through the caverns and well, just, we, we saw weak way <laughs> well, we <laughs> like, see lots of weak ways there's a ton yeah. of them yeah, yeah. exactly yeah <laughs> but did, we didn't even you... see a dancer a ulock dancer or anything like that so or did twilight make... i should say Making you guys feel better that Max Rebo's still getting gigs on Tatooine? Yeah. He wasn't in that explosion. He wasn't there. He wasn't there. Okay, good. And even like those Cantina guys too. Like I was like, oh, it makes me feel so good that he's still getting gigs, you know? You know, even after everything. (laughs) Okay. um, Another, uh, how rewarding was the, uh, the new, the new, the new to screen Wookiee? Oh, Man, that was unbelievable. What, what's his a black uh black Christensen. Christensen, yeah. yeah. Now I'm very familiar. I've I've been reading the Afro comics since day one. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm hundred percent I knew exactly what that was when I'm like, oh, oh my, this is live action. This is cool. Yes. Um we always expect uh, Mark Godseff used to do this. He would uh when he we he'd do uh TSW comics when we used to do that. And the, we'd see stuff like the Varish Vow, what Jedi's do when they want to go off. And it's like, that's what's going to happen to Luke. And that's when you see him in The Last Jedi. This is exactly, I'm like, oh, I don't think they're going to pick up a comic off the comic like that. Like, they usually don't. <laughs> but now it's like, you got these characters like, oh, oh, yeah, and that's right off the comic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, it, it's, I understand not making a movie where we have to, okay, um, Darth Vader. Star Wars, um, book six of series two. This is a must read for you in order for you to understand this hundred or $200 million movie we just made. No, they're not going to do that. But (laughs) in an episode, when you're splashing in these, these, these characters, it's like, holy, it's like, I know who that is. Yeah. You know, it's, you look, I think you're right in saying that you can't have your barrier for entry being ep- or issue six of Darth Vader or D- Dr. Afro or whatever to introduce, introduce ba- black Karistan. Uh, how do you say that? I think Santon. Santon. Yeah. But he, they call him Santo as a, as a nickname. Santo. There we go. I like that a lot better, <laughs> but at the end of the day, pulling him in and giving him a tiny introduction is easy, 
right? The, no one needs to know that he has a history, but it's cool for us and cool for the people that have read those comic books <laughs> to say, hey, I understand he's hung out with Boba before. He spent time on Tatooine. It, it's cool to see all of that. And the fact that this is, well, Mando really was the first place where they're pulling characters from beyond the films yeah. into with Cobb Vanth, I think being the first of that that was really like pulled in in a meaningful way from a different medium into a story that was awesome and then seeing this from the comics and then with that means that you know afra ex- exists in this live action world and no they're not going to be beholden to all of those stories those you know issues and issues and issues of stories they're going to be okay oh there you go <laughs> yeah oh yeah this is a uh, bt there he's he's the, BT, he's the bad cute BT little droid triple zero he, exist yes he's and, he's he's the bad the beast i for those listening i have uh, i made a baby astromech it's unbelievable but yeah it it opens up all of those avenues for these characters i can see in mando season three a a need to bring in a bt triple zero or a an avenue at least for that and it just makes everything there like the fact that luke is a reoccurring character in this series like in the mando series is unbelievable but now that you're pulling in all of these other characters and mining all of the new stuff too is really cool. Not just pulling from legends. And so there's, there's so much on the plate rebels characters. Thrawn, everyone is going to be in this universe at some point, which is I'm okay with, because if you're going to do what they did and do the reboot and make anything that wasn't on a screen legends, you mean, and saying that, and again, Mickey Mouse did not come to my house and burn my. I can. They're right behind me. If you're watching the live stream, you can see that I got a bunch of paperbacks. There's there's my Thrawn trilogy right there, right on the end. So, <laughs> so beautiful. Uh, again, it's it, they're still here. I can still enjoy them. But if you're gonna take it now, they're. It seems like they're they're. How deep are we in from the Disney takeover that happened in what? 13? 2012, 13, 12. Yeah, so almost ten years, like nine years, ten years. And, and now it's like, yeah, okay, they've built up this catalog of they have new novels. You mean they have, you mean, a couple hundred comics now from all, all over the, the universe. You mean, or all over the galaxy far, far away, if you will. So it's, yeah, it's great. It's, it's rewarding, but it's not required, mm-hmm. you mean, to enjoy. I've, I think I've mentioned this on this show before, but it, it, the name of it being called Legends is perfect. Because what is a legend? A legend's a story that uh, may not have the written proof people want, or it's written by, or it's told by people mm-hmm. over generations. And that's the whole friggin' argument with a lot of Bo- Book of Boba. People, even my son, who has never really seen the, the movies lately, he was just like, I expected Boba to be badass. I expected Boba to do this. It's like, give me an instance where Boba's done that. And he's just like, well, there's this one time. No, that would be, that never happened. All you see him is fall in a hole, nod, or is, is no good to be dead. And that's about it. You know, it's just, we don't, it's all legends. It's all yeah. the story of. And so when we can make those legends real, and that's what Filoni does. He's, he's, he's playing with those toys, as we see in the memes. It's just like, I'm going to take an idea from there and make it now. I'm going to make that legend fact. And it's, yeah. I love that. I yeah, love it, that. It's, it's arthurial almost. And mm-hmm. then now it's like, whoop, no, oh, we found this. Now it's canon, canonical and it's history. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's actual. So, yeah. Anyway, so I'm assuming thumbs up all around on the on what they're doing. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the best stuff we've been seeing in, since Mando season two. <laughs> I'm really liking this. And I think it, I'm, I, 
I like the fact that they're taking a break from movies um, Me too. to shake off awesome. all the Skywalker stuff. And still, strangely enough, have yeah. Skywalker involved, but <laughs> guy, it's yeah. not all about him. It's not all about you, Luke, but it's it's just nice because when they decide to go to an actual movie again, um, I and again, I keep uh, referring to uh, Kyle and Corey and, and uh, Tumbling Saber. Um, actually, I think it may have talked it on your show, Tim, last week, but um, it's just like now they can go at it with this whole new world that's been built up by tv and kenobi and 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 uh boba and all this sort of stuff so maybe this will lead into a new movie that people will have a better background for and a better appetite and not be expecting luke and leia and han so well they they found their footing again it seems creatively i can never say that word properly but um <laughs> they found their their path here i think on disney plus and I think they stick with it, right? I don't know if they need to rush to a big screen. Eventually, they're going to want to get there because there is serious dollars tied to that. But when you're looking at the stories that they're telling, and I, I, I'm a fan of the sequel trilogy and all that, but this Mando, these three seasons of Mandalorian, if you want to call all three of them, whatever, this story they're developing in the post-Return of the Jedi era is, I think, the best stories they've, they've done since, honestly, since the original trilogy. I love the prequels. I love the sequels. I love the legend stuff and the comic books and all that. But this here is is on a different level where at the start of Mando, our expectation was, hey, it's Star Wars TV. Cool. Let's do this. We had no expectations that we were going to have all of this, let alone characters from the original trilogy, making reasonably substantial appearances. We thought, oh, it's TV. All those characters are off the table. That That's the perception that TV carried pre-streaming service. They're never going to touch Luke. They're never going to touch Boba. They're never, you know what I mean? Ahsoka, no way. They're going to wait for a movie. No, they've done it all here. And the streaming has opened up this brand new way to tell stories and make Star Wars overly accessible to everybody and i love that they're using this platform to its fullest like they could have really shot themselves in the foot said no 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 we're gonna save all of this stuff and we're gonna do an ahsoka movie we're gonna do uh you know a post return of the jedi movie and all this and they're comfortable here i say stay here don't rush don't rush to a movie before you we step off book of boba uh rob there's a couple of videos that i really recommend um Ryan Airy from Screen Crush did this great video on the use of flashbacks. And I don't know if you guys remember, but remember um, when these, uh, the uh, sequels came out, episode seven, eight, and nine, and the fact we were getting flashbacks at all was a big deal. And now it's, now it's just a given we're going to get a flashback. I mean, Boba just kind of, it's five, you know, he's dipping in the t- pool there. We're going to get a flashback, <laughs> but he did a great, he did a great video on flashbacks and the use of it and how book of Boba could have used it better. And it's really good. And he's, he, he loves to show himself. He's he, but you have to be critical as well. And he does a great video of that. And star Wars explained did a great video just recently on the connection of Boba Fett and Mandalorian, two paths that are, were going the same direction in just in different times. And how Boba and the reason we're getting Mandalorian has a, a lot to do with Boba's path and what he chose or what was chosen for him a lot of the time. And there's a, that nice connection between the two. And the reason we're getting so much Mando, it, it 
could be because of the connections that they have in, in their life. Um, two re- uh, good little videos um, that I recommend. So, Very nice. Excellent. Yeah, so yeah, um, thumbs up all around for Book of Boba Fett or like Disney streaming for what they've been doing so far. And it, this is what I love about this show. Um, and it hark- like what I really enjoy about like fandom, if I can say, <laughs> is yes, there are enjoyable parts. Hearing um, Troy the boy on the nerd room, talk, his review of, of the last Spider-Man movie was, <laughs> it was just, just awesome. <laughs> it just, and again, again, it's, I, I loved it not to go on a Spider-Man tangent. I think that movie put that trilogy up there in my top five trilogies, like it's somewhere good, in there. It, Cause it, it's that good. Um, but hearing my point was hearing Troy talk about, stuff like that. Uh, Matt Salvatore, when he talks about the justice league, when he like, there's certain things and you don't have to, you don't have to love it as much as they do. It's just some people, it just, it is, it is just, they love it. Oh, Matthew Gilbert saying, Hey, he's like, hello, what do we have here? <laughs> hey, how you doing? <laughs> Our friend from uh, Australia. So, um, we're, oh. <laughs> I was being polite. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, if that's a reflex. Oh, we didn't really have that shit on the Bobby. No, I wasn't doing that. I was saying that. The, um, okay. We're moving on. Um, again, we're going to go on to, um, we got some other stuff coming up. Um, what do we, what's coming up? Uh, 2022, Tim, you, uh, we got, we got Kenobi coming up real quick. Cassian. Cassian's coming up. Um, Bad Batch. Apparently, we're getting real soon. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm hearing Kenobi on uh, the first part of May. May fourth this year is a Wednesday, <gasps> and that is the Disney Plus. Oh, I was hating the Wednesdays. Oh, I hate it's on Wednesdays. It's it is tougher. Like I I like it because I don't I can't get to it as fast on Wednesdays. Fridays, yeah, I can get to you almost right away. But Wednesdays, it's like right. We're middle of the work week, right? I have to wait until nine or ten o'clock at night to watch it and and dodge spoilers all day on <laughs> on social media. To your point, Kenobi May fourth likely drop is that's the kind of guess out there that's been rumored. We were talking about in our, our group DM about it coming out in May. That's Star Wars month. Kenobi being one of the legacy characters, May fourth being on a Wednesday. It all just seems to nicely intersect there. So hopefully we get that. I'm really looking forward to that show because it looks like another one that's really taken the cuffs off of any sort of creative boundaries when it comes to using and utilizing characters from the original trilogy, the prequels, and that likely you're going to get Vader in there, Anakin in some form, probably, I would guess, a dual or parallel story going on where it's not just Kenobi focus. We're going to be getting a bit of the Anakin Vader battle, maybe some internal stuff that we've seen in the comic book. That's really great. My guess is they're going to recreate that, that mall battle from the, was it the end of rebels? Yes. I think they're going to probably redo that. Why would they do that? Well, if you're looking for an, a true antagonist, you're looking to wrap up a story for, for fandom, for people that don't watch rebels, it's a great place to do it. I think, you know, you step a little bit on that, that Filoni verse uh, that what they created inside of rebels, but I think it's hard to ignore that final battle and just say it exists over there. Uh, I think a, a live action recreation, cause it's so subtle that battle, right? It's, it's not a lot. 
And I think it would be cool to have that live action. You know, Ray Park, I guess, maybe is an issue. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. um, so I don't know how they're going to do that. But luckily, <laughs> luckily, Darth Maul is a painted face with horns stuck on his head, right? It's, you don't right. necessarily need that it, that guy to, to no. portray that and character. And especially with that, if they do a shot-for-shot shot recreation of the Rebels, mm-hmm. by the way, you don't need someone no. as agile it, as Ray Park doing it. No, and it just seems like it's a fitting end. You know, we saw that character pop up in Solo. There, People are looking for him, right? And yes, the, the animated stuff is excellent, and it is canon, and it is accessible on Disney+, Plus. but let's be honest here. People aren't going to go back and, and track their way through Rebel season. The, the GA, the common person that is enjoying what they're putting live action. And so to give that part of fandom or the periphery of fandom that moment i think would be unbelievable all of us would be like yeah it exists here but a recreation of it an homage to it maybe elaborate a bit more on that because that's the piece we don't have for kenobi who's the antagonist what is happening here he's not just be watching luke right there's of course we know there's lots going on in tatooine um but there needs to be a little more there, I think. And having the Vader in the mix is important, but also having Maul in the mix, I think is going to be an interesting dynamic that they can explore because it's six episodes, right? That's a lot of time. We found out with Boba <laughs> that that's a lot of time to spend with one man in the sand. And, yes. <laughs> and the economics of it, I think in Boba don't work as well as maybe it could have, but Kenobi, they, they have to, I think break a break away from this a little bit. I think the idea that he hasn't seen Vader since episode three, I think that's off the table. I think they can interact. The idea that Kenobi never left Tatooine. I think that's off the table. He can leave Tatooine. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't need to be there all of the time. And I want them to explore that, right? I don't want this to be a subtle. He's in his hut. We're watching him do chore. It's got to be a little Doing bit the laundry. More yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, scrubbing yeah. that like that thing. Same you know, old rule. He, 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 he can get like a baby monitor holocron or something from yeah. yeah. It's like or sit or just put a droid out there and be like, hey, if this kid wanders off or someone shows up, just give me a give me a shout here, and then uh, and then of casting, of course, sticking with Disney Plus, it is. That's another one. I think it's gonna be. I think it's like eleven episodes. I think it's quite big. Um, but it's another one that ties into Rogue One. We're we're still in that pre-New Hope time frame, and I'm I'm digging that. And also collecting, man. Like Black Series is a whole nother level because <laughs> it's so expensive now. But I've gone back and I'm doing Power of the Force and Vintage. I'm I'm back into that game. And so Star Wars is like I said at the start. There's like a little renaissance, a personal renaissance for me, uh, in and around centered in around Book of Boba Fett. But also the fact that 2022 is going to be the biggest year in Star Wars since really the rise of skywalker maybe even since the force awakens force awakens yeah yeah um because between book of boba fett cassian uh, uh kenobi everything else is going on potential for mando season three kicking up and maybe the end of the year there, there's it's just a great time and we don't even have anything on the big screen and i'm cool with that yeah rob williams same thought same all um, i'm looking forward to kenobi I there's a lot of potential for Kenobi. You have a lot of revisits too, possible Jabba and Bib Fortuna sort of mm-hmm. that crew revisiting. You know, you have a whole bunch of that potential. Uh going back into the cantina and seeing Wooher kind of run things and stuff. Maybe that's like the, the local <laughs> cheers bar that just seems to be the the go-to place that uh he comes to. But uh yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um disappointed it's only six, 
but uh, mm-hmm. I would like it. But you McGregor cost coin six 45 minute episodes, 40. That's a lot. Is that's it 45? I would yeah. guess yeah, on a six episode. That's because that's roughly what we've been getting with Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. We'll go with Mando is 30 to 45 minutes, depending. I think that episode, one of them was like 50 minutes. Wasn't it? Episode yeah. five. I, yeah, but the first I, one was 35, gonna, I think. Going to have to say, I know that there's a lot of my uh, female friends in Star Wars fandom that will enjoy every moment of that 45 that oh, episode of, of ewan mcgregor like i got a man crushing you yeah. mcgregor heck yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> even even since he was all messed up and train spotting that dude he, he knows how to act he's he's an amazing person with a great personality so um i'm looking forward to that um andor i am so bleh about i do i Okay, confession time. I did not like Rogue One. Rogue One is near the bottom of my list. Whoa! I'm sorry. It's just, Andor, there was some amazing, amazing stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong. Every time there's a Star Wars movie, there's they always seem to put amazing stuff like uh, Vader chopping down people and, and the, the battle after. But Andor was a bland character. I could not connect with him. I found him bland. I found the whole thing just bland. And it was just like... Now I'm now you tell me there's like what 12 episodes? I think I might be wrong on that, but either I way though, longer than the normal six. I I still have faith that um they're gonna do a great job. So I'm uh, who's gonna be sitting in front of the TV? Yeah, me. But um I'm very curious about that one. Uh I, because I think I'll be the one that that'll be need convincing that this is um worth my time, I guess. But like I said, uh, like Neil says on her show, he could watch Bantha Milk. Uh, being being milked for for an hour and he'll still pay for Disney Plus for the subscription. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's just <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. Um I'm 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 not like you guys. I just don't tune into the future stuff. I just kind of keep my nose out of the 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 uh the news and stuff because I just want it to come fresh. I'm looking for I I love Bad Batch. I'm looking forward to that. Um gosh I'm just sorry. Just thinking about something I heard, you know, the fact that we could, could, I hate saying this could get mentions of Omega in book of Boba and that could, you know, connect with uh bad batch. I mean, it's just, who knows? Omega, 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 Omega. Rika. Now you now you guys are mocking the Australians. <laughs> no, that's New Zealand. Uh, not, 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 I know it's not Australia. I know. <laughs> and difference. I just pissed off the Australians even more just by <laughs> yes, saying that. I'm so sorry. You're, you're being quite offensive. I'm so um, sorry. So. Ma- Matthew Gilbert, he's a child. I'm sorry. He, he's uh, I'm quite happy to have these uh, TV series for a while and come out and have a break between movies. Um, I hope they recalibrate uh, that side of Star Wars as a reflection on how the TV shows are doing. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, right on. Uh, uh, Riley saying, I love you all. We love you. Riley. Too. Hello, sir. How are you? <laughs> oh, Matthew's you, buddy. now block button is coming. <laughs> all right. Uh, for, for me, I, 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 I just, I, I'm almost done guessing on what I'm going to like. I was, I said on this very podcast, I have no need for the bad batch. I'm done with the clone wars. I liked it. I'm glad they got to end it. I'm a bah, 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 bah. and then bad batch comes out. I'm like, Oh, this is fantastic. I was just like, I, I, I I'm like, what are you going to do? I don't want to follow around these five clones. It looks like, yeah, one's Rambo and no oh, one's the brainy guy. One's the, yeah. Okay. I, uh, like it's, I didn't, but no, here I am. I'm like, Oh, okay, great. And you know who saved it was Omega. I'm like, what? I'm, I'm a grown really? man. What's, what's, a, what's wrong with me? But, Apparently, Lucasfilm knows exactly what's wrong, and 
And they got my medicine, I guess. They just they just keep getting it. I would say Alicia. Yeah, exactly. So, um, oh, there it is. <laughs> there you go. I love Australia. I mean it. I, yes. mean it I really love Australia. Okay. So um, what we're going to do with the last little bit of this episode here is um, for you two, um, lots of, you have a lot of changes going around. Um, <laughs> Rob, you are now in the Rebel legion as well as the 501st i am the 501st and the rebel legion yes Yes. that is right and Um, and how do you how tell the good people how how you got into the 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 rebel legion uh okay so um so for those who don't know i am member of the 501st outer room garrison here in vancouver uh i help with the help of my friends terry and uh steven and Jamie and them, I built a scout trooper costume. Uh, there's a, in fact, I made a show of it, the outer rim rookie on YouTube at our generation X wing podcast, YouTube channel. And, uh, so we put that together and became a member. And then I got hand my hands on this knee nun costume. Uh, so from a friend of mine, so we refurbished it, put, put together. It's right. Or actually there's the body right there, right around the corner there (laughs) on, on a duct tape mannequin. And uh, right behind Australia, uh, just near Perth. I know my stuff. And, That's a little um, peek behind the curtain, if you will, folks. <laughs> literally. And so I got Nian Nun and applied for Rebel Legion, and I got accepted, which is awesome. So now I'm working on my third costume, which is Reese. Uh, there's a surprise if you don't know me. Um, so that's currently actually it's in the box on the other side. There's a box right there. It's full of re- uh, severed Reese head and hands and uh, fabric. So yeah, lots so of explaining if you cross the border. Like, what's in here? You assume I cross so, the border. So. so this isn't a body? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so explain to the good folks the difference between 501st and Rebel League. The 501st is where the bad guys doing good. They're 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 the bad guys uh, raising money instead of your stormtroopers, your Darth Vader's. The Rebel Legion are the good guys. Your uh, Rebel pilots, your Nian Nun, uh, Chewbacca's, all that sort of stuff. They are all kind of the same family. Uh, they're separate, but they're the same. Uh, some places in North America, they don't mix as much as ours does. We have the Rebel, uh, Mandos, we 501st, Droid Builders, which is like you should know, sir, yes. and uh, Saber Guild. So the, the five of us really connect well here in BC. Um, better than five, I think. The, f- the five families of cosplay in Star Wars. It yes. really is. And we raise money like crazy for charities and, and events and stuff like that. It's been here in BC. It's been, sorry, excuse me. It's been really lousy with COVID. In fact, as I speak, uh, this is what I want to tell you guys. I have pres- I was just diagnosed with COVID today. Oh, so I, am, I was supposed to have a troop today. And uh, I was going to go do a variety kids thing. And uh, we they got gave us these home tests as teachers. And uh, I was like, shit because <laughs> i was like woke up and i'm like uh, i better t- use that test and i was like yeah okay well this is what i got so now and it was also supposed to work my Reese costume tomorrow this weekend was stacked with 501st and fun because i have it uh, it's been tough trooping it's you, you can't go out a lot of the time and you if one of your jobs is to connect with sick kids and yeah. you <laughs> and you're sick yeah you can't connect with them so that's usually how it works so the the cons uh we had to pull out of the recent uh uh fan con here in vancouver because it was just it wasn't safe enough yet and the one in victoria was postponed so in september hopefully things will pick up but it's just like 
yeah, it's it's really tough, but I'm so happy, proud of my garrison and proud of the uh, the Rebel Legion and in Vancouver and BC here that we actually connect well with each other. And uh, it's there's no elitism happening. It's it's nice, and that's why I like making these videos about um, building costumes and doing pitch, uh, scenes of my troop and stuff and connecting with kids who are, and Ben and the kids at heart. Right? It's just kind of raising money for charity and right now the one of the troops i'm doing is uh doing a stair climb which i currently can't do right now because i'm stuck at home but, and also uh, maybe stair climb isn't good with a respiratory disease like i'm just saying ex- like, exactly, like you exactly, also let's not yeah. forget you actually have covid which is not great yeah. it, it, i, I <laughs> yeah. can feel it right it's it's like i I'm, I'm trying my best not to cough right now but it's um not to get into that, I'm, I'm feeling very fortunate at this moment that everything's okay. good. But um, the stair climb is something that we do. And I personally tried to raise $550 and 75, $550, 77 cents, 55077 matches my TV number, which actually spells Scott, my son's name in Leet speak. But it's just like I, every year we do a stair climb and, um, and now I'm, I'm handcuffed to even do that. And it's very frustrating because it's not about dressing up as a kid, although that's a nice little benefit. It's about raising money for those who need help. And uh, I have this motto uh, for my show and for what I do. It's actually on my coins. It's uh, we don't do it to relive our childhood. We do it so kids can live theirs. And that's the purpose of dressing it's up awesome. and helping awesome. people out. Mm-hmm. And it's so important to me. And I miss it. I really miss not trooping. And so I get to do, if I can do videos and stuff, uh, that's the best I can do, but it's not the same as actually going out there. So wait, I, I hear you. Cause uh, be in the, as an astromech builder, my astromech, I should actually put a compilation video of Amazon delivery guys. When I <laughs> open the door and they, okay, here's your, Oh, what the, like it, cause he's literally right behind me. Like I don't set him up that way. It's like, Oh, I'm going to freak out a guy today. It's like, no, it's just where he <laughs> happens to be positioned in my, in my home or live in my living room. People are like, they, it's that double take. It's like, it's almost like you have a celebrity in your house. It's like, it's like, Let, let's, let's take a moment to appreciate that Rob keeps his full size to scale screen accurate R2D2 in his living room. I love that. <laughs> well, he's, he's watching he's over. Moved, yeah. He's moving to my, my, my new, uh, my astromech building. <laughs> Uh, uh, garage I just built there, so he's he's getting a, he's getting a makeover because he's getting some new skins. I'm actually printing a new frame out of ABS because he's getting rid of the old frame, kind of lighten him up a bit. Yeah, he's getting a, he's going to get a whole thing. Tell you what, Rob, let's let's try something. We're we're on the fly here. Let's try and get you on my show and talk about the droid bears. Cause I don't think I've actually talked about that yet. And sure. um, let's get you on my show. We'll do a video and we'll do a chat, and you can show off your your, your little your little dome and uh oh my so we can show off your little dome and uh let and educate people on this because it is so important so you see a little dome i just keep hearing you you just show off your head yeah oh my (laughs) so uh yes um yeah and again again i hear you so r2 hasn't been outside of the house because it's like i'm again i'm not going to take them to sick kids or i'm not going to bring them to to the cancer ward because no <laughs> reasons like it's yeah it's not all the things he's 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 good for um tim before we get out of here uh nerd room new voice yeah. there there's there's yeah. i i heard an episode with you not on it like yeah. it's just what's what's going on like 
we've uh yeah we've added a new voice here our boy ian i think most people in the community will will know of him he uh he's coming in to supplement the podcast a little bit from time to time and also help build out our youtube channel and so we've last about four months we've really kind of focused there on youtube to build a a separate feed of supplemental discussions and supplemental videos to our actual podcast to build out more of the toys end of things you know we're all big toy fans we're all big collectors and so we started doing things like unboxings and ian's really led the charge on that uh he lives in japan and so he's got kind of a cool access to very different collectibles and different events and so it's kind of bringing a bit of a global feel to what we're doing over there and we're doing kind of history of videos and vlogs type stuff and really building out there and so we've had a lot of fun actually concentrating some efforts over on youtube because although not new we had a youtube channel for a long time it's new for us putting up videos weekly where we're kind of put ourselves down to doing one video a week one podcast a week podcast is of course focused on the news and reviews of everything kind of going on and this is about the hunt a little bit about action figures and toys and our collections our personal collections so we've seen kind of a, a nice expansion and, and people starting to to head over there and, and consume a different a different way a visual way for the nerd room and so we've had lots of fun with that we just clicked over to 300 episodes uh, at the end of last year and so we're still going strong and you know the seats might change every single week almost it seems but we're we're always putting content out and trying to have people on the show that can bring a different perspective and we just had Kyle on the show a few weeks ago and we've had the Calgary Ghostbusters came on and we've had some friends from the Jurassic space and it's just been a blast. And so we're trying to, to provide a little bit of uh, of different perspective there too, and let you guys hear other people and their love and passion for, for different franchises. So yeah, the nerd, it's, it's always evolving. That's something that we've said to ourselves is that we don't stay stagnant. We don't do the same thing each and every week. And we definitely, definitely don't do the same thing each and every year we add something little different every year in the six years we've been doing this now to to kind of grow and and really just have fun and celebrate similar to what you guys do in the the space of of i don't is it called cosplaying i don't really no why not? Sure, whatever why not whatever whatever it is you do trooping and building and all that and you guys celebrating in that fashion we try to do it just through collecting and and expressing and showing that it's 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 cool to collect guys like come on everyone everyone loves buying toys we're grown men women whatever hey i'm i'm here for it i was out in the hunt today just wandering around looking for stuff and it's uh it's it's truly a passion we want to make sure people have a a way to express that and uh and also sharing it so yeah it's been a lot of fun i'm gonna add something i show you something i add to my collection i have one of the largest rees collections around and i just got this just recently. no correction you have the only rees collection around oh, <laughs> that's a t-shirt that's a t-shirt that's uh, awesome it's uh done by uh vintage collection um i, I damn it I, he's he's out here in vancouver but um it's a great uh, rees action figure t-shirt uh, i would say sweet sand sweets probably got something in there mm-hmm. so he's got everything so, so to that point rob i my kind of semi goal I've had in my head for, for some time is it's to make sure that you actually have the biggest Rees collection <laughs> on planet earth. Because yeah. like every time I see Rees, I just like grab it and you know what I mean? You've, I'm like, you've sent me a couple things. I mean, yeah. I, I, so I every time I see, every time I see it, I'm like, I don't know if he has this, but he needs this because I think it's just such a cool niche little thing that, 
And you, you've done a video or no, you recently did prior to the sandcrawler.net going down. Um, yeah. You did a, I, uh, uh, I brought it down a, yeah, after that. I couldn't a, take it. You did a spotlight. It was funny because I, I went online and you had done a spotlight. I was like, Oh, you guys should read this. I love that. Like you're like the unofficial first cosplayer of Reese. You have this like beautiful collection and it's, it's cool. It's niche. It's, it's, and then, and then they're, unfortunately their site came down a day later, but I, I, I think it's so cool what you do. It's, it's neat. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's like your own thing. Stuff. That's, that's how I have people. That's how I enjoy collecting is finding those little weird mm. things that uh, nobody wants. I got like this Mexican knockoff Reese action figure. It's a solid block of clear oh, plastic. It. It it's so cool. And I almost wanted to buy all different colors of it. It's just so horrible, but it's mm. lovely. My favorite part of your Reese collection is the, the, the counterpoint with Ben from Skyhoppers, where he just can't <laughs> wrap his head around it. And I remember when I first met Ben face to face, we're at celebration orlando in 17 and ash who was part of the guy skyhoppers at the time got him a reese action figure but he had a camera with it and apparently and they, yep. they actually they looked it up and actually it, it was a special exclusive thing so yes it is somehow he ended up with this this exclusive reese and it <laughs> it angered him so much because the camera had three lenses on the front to match the three eyes from re and it's like it doesn't make sense <laughs> yeah you'd like the iphone oh, yeah <laughs> yeah look this camera has three lenses on it yeah yeah but he, he's like uh, people with two eyes use a camera with one lens this is it just it just i love how it it just drives me insane and the picture it, of him holding that thing is just like he is not impressed yeah it's awesome so, it and again wonderful. it just so happens he stumbles across this exclusive that you mean like do you have a reese camera uh, well i'm i'm that would be lovely i've actually looked into something like that see if anything's available um i'm trying i'm trying but i do have that action figure yes. and um it's funny because uh just going off on ben for a sec uh they made their logo reese for their podcast the sky yeah. podcast is a reese logo and i love the new one by the way I always, I always loved that one. But the older one, I actually said, do you have a shirt of that? And it's like, no, we're not making a shirt of that. And it says, listen, I'll make a shirt of that and I'll put it up on our thing and I'll give you the profits for it. So I put the shirt up. Only one person bought it, me. Yeah. And um, then I pulled it off because nobody was buying the damn thing. And then I have just recently, once I bought that uh, Rees mask, I took a picture of me in the mask with the shirt on holding blue milk and i gave it to I, I sent a picture of it all the way and sent it to ben i go this is for you you can use this and so it's just it's him me as Reese wearing his podcasting shirt with a blue milk so fantastic and he blocked me so. <laughs> <laughs> all right um real will real quick uh right around the round table rob tell the good people where they can find you and all your good stuff you have on online Generation X Wing podcast is our podcast comes out every Saturday. Uh, we're next week, uh, chapter seven, Book of Boba. And uh, we also have YouTube. We can find it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that sort of stuff. Uh, also, my personal stuff of 501st work and cosplay is the Outer Rim Rookie on our YouTube channel, Generation X Wing YouTube channel. Just you just Google uh, Outer Rim Rookie, you'll find me. And there's a Facebook and Instagram, lots of great stuff. And um, check out Instagram recently. I'm going to be doing a new video. And I want to take your questions. You have any? You have any five uh, first questions? You have any podcasting questions? I've been doing it for six, seven years now. Wow! And uh, I think I've got the hang of this now. But um, I just wish I had listeners. And um, 
if you got questions, send it to me and I'll make a video. And I haven't, I haven't told you what I'm doing with the video yet. I got something, a little project we're going to work on. So it's going to be fun. Excellent. Tim. Awesome. I'll keep this short and sweet. You can find everything that I do and my, my boys do over at the nerdroom.net. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram or the group on Instagram at the nerdrm. Every Thursday, new episode drops, stars, Marvel, DC and beyond. There it is. Fantastic. Um, you can find me. I'm at Robert M.M. Kaz on Twitter and same as Instagram. Um, this is the only show I do now, but apparently I'm going to make a guest appearance on Generation X-Wing. Maybe we'll talk some droids. I don't know, Rookie. We'll do it. We'll work on something. Okay. Okay. We'll do. Yeah. We'll do. Yeah. It, it's Astromax, a lot of visual. You know I mean? Yes. Um, also, too, um, the con situation. Obviously, there's not a lot going on, <laughs> but uh, I still have plans to attend Star Wars Celebration in May in Anaheim. But tentative, I must warn everybody, again, it's not the lining up to watch me get off the plane. But if you want to see me in the States, um, I am in Canada. So if, um, if if they don't let me across the border for COVID or any other legitimate reason, I'm sure they <laughs> find lots, <laughs> um, then I have to, uh, obviously, it's going to be uh, a... Uh, game time decision that but it is the plan is to go but you I mean you never know you, if there might be a big huge spike and i can be like okay no i can't or mm. you never know i could test like rob you did today i could test positive the day i go to get on the plane well guess what mm -hmm. i'm not going so anyway the plan is to but you know hey it's just again i can't make any promises but it's not like Oh, Corey says, oh, he can't wait. Well, of course, Corey can't. I can't wait to see you, buddy. <laughs> Riley, he's he, he, he's going to be around there, I'm sure. Aren't you in Tucson now, Riley? Anyway, we'll talk after. Anyway, so uh, other oh, there we go. Crocodile Dundee, fantastic. Other than that, that's uh, that's it for the roundtable. Gentlemen, thank you so much. It's been nice. Thank you, Rob. First episode in the new year. And uh, again, check out Generation X-Wing and check out the Nerd Room Podcast. You will not be disappointed. And I'm not just saying that because they're here. I legitimately listen to their shows. <laughs> so, but also too, I do like, there's a caveat with saying, uh, I had to lay off the nerd room because I couldn't get to the theater to see Spider-Man. <laughs> so I waited <laughs> till I saw it. Then I had to do a catch up. Nice. <laughs> you nice. Know, Cause you know, it's, it's, I, I, but it was must listen. If listen to the episode, I can't, what is it? 301, I think. Something like that. Yeah. I think Something so. like that. Yes, Troy's, yeah. Troy's reaction, Troy, Troy the boy's reaction to Spider-Man. Oh, your all reactions were, were wonderful, but that is right there. It's a free download. This is wheelhouse. Go look it up just to hear him wax poetic about it was just was fantastic. So for uh, Rob and Tim and uh, myself, uh, we'll see you next time on the roundtable. Later. Bye. Bye.